Good afternoon, gang, and welcome to the Uncivilized Podcast. This is Trevor Boehm, your host, with another special Monday solo episode. And it's coming in a little bit late for a couple reasons. One, I had to dig about four feet of snow. Uh, I had to dig my truck out of four feet of snow this morning here in Evergreen, and that took some time. And two, I had a podcast slated for today, loaded, ready to go. It was all about how it's okay to be a man. And in fact, it's even good to be a man. And that was a reaction to uh, some of the things that came up during the Kill the Nice Guy course, which is running right now, of how many guys at some point learned, were told, deciphered, swallowed, accepted, created the story that it wasn't okay to be a man. And I wanted to talk about that. But then all of this not all men stuff came up with the woman who was murdered in England, uh, I believe kidnapped and murdered by a police officer, and how the not all men hashtag started flying around, and it became another all lives matter situation, where it's true, but it suddenly was hate speech to say it, and let's talk about why. I really want to dive into this. And if you want a little more, if you want a video on this, I shot one and put it on my Instagram at Traver Bohm. But let's talk about it here in a little bit more of a free flow where it's not video. It can go a little bit more in depth. So first of all, let's talk about the goddamn hashtag. And for people who are getting upset and attacking and making this about the hashtag, one, I understand where you're coming from. I, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from. And, and let me preface this by saying, for years, I actually physically taught women self-defense. So I put on weekend workshops where I'd have groups of girls, a lot of high school girls, a lot of women come in and would teach them how to protect themselves, not get killed and fight back. And so much of it was really just about the permission to do so. I was also a bodyguard for a number of years, years protecting people against men who are trying to kill them. And in the women's self-defense courses, teaching them how to protect against men who are trying to rape and kill them. And so I got to hear the stories firsthand, right? In the very first women's self-defense workshop I put on, we had a woman who was kidnapped by the same guy twice. Think about that. Kidnapped, held, escaped. He gets arrested. He goes to jail. He gets out of jail. He stalks her down. He finds her again. He kidnaps her again. Think about that as your reality, right? That was her fucking reality. Like, as a man, that just, that idea never even crosses my, like, it's 0.0% concern that someone's going to kid. Someone kidnaps me, they're in for the, like the most interesting weekend of their lives. I had another girl who was saying uh, her UPS guy, like she opens the door, signs the package, UPS guy attacks her right then and there. She has to fight him off. Like this is the reality. And these, again, these are the extreme ends of the situation. Again, if my UPS guy attacks me, welcome aboard, bro. Here's the spoon to bite on. But that's my reality. That's not women's realities. And again, I'm talking about extreme examples, not the everyday example where if you pull I would imagine just about any human female on the planet over age 10 or maybe 12 aside and say, hey, have you been inappropriately talked to, inappropriately touched, stalked, 
abused, harassed, harassed some more, harassed alone, harassed in a group, harassed at a bar, harassed at work, harassed by your boss, raped, sexually assaulted, like down the fucking line. That is an everyday reality for women. And so as a man, that's not my reality. So I understand the frustration at the hashtag where it negates or dismisses this massive, massive problem. I understood it when people got all upset with all lives matter. I disagree with attacking someone using the hashtag and calling it hate speech because it is one, it's fucking dumb. Especially if the hashtag is an actual fact. But two, here's the biggie. If you're doing this, or if you're engaging in this scuffle, it is a lost opportunity to enroll the person who's using it, right? It's a lost opportunity to enroll. And that is what we need right now more than anything. We need less polarization, less division, less my side, your side, us versus them, and significantly more, hey, you seem to be kind of neutral or in the middle or even on that side. Here, let me share with you my story, my situation, my reality, and see if I can't bring you into my fold and have you actually work towards the root cause. The root cause. If you're a mile above the root cause arguing about a hashtag then you're not doing anyone any good, no matter what side of the coin you're on. If you're defending or attacking, you're not helping the root cause. And here is the root cause of all of this. It is male violence towards women, period, fucking period. That's what it is. It's not about hashtags. It's not about the co-opting of language. It's not about changing words or like making hate speech out of facts. That's again, that's in the fucking dumb category. What's not in the fucking dumb category is violence towards women. That's in the happens every day, all the goddamn time category. So let's work on the root. Because brothers, I'm with you. It's not all men. But. It's 99.9999% of the time men, right? So it's us. I don't like to admit it either. It's almost always men. If it's outside of a romantic relationship, it's fucking men, right? You may have like one or two anomalies, but just get rid of those. It's 99.9% almost always us doing violence. And I'm not saying that there isn't male-on-male violence. I'm not saying there isn't women or female-on-male violence. But that's not the point here. That's like the tiniest little sliver of the pie. It's like ignoring the entire pie just for those, but, 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 but sometimes women hit men. I know. I've been in an abusive relationship where I was the one being abused. I was very young. It happens. That's not what we're talking about. Let's use our male logic brains and go, okay, separate category. Women on male violence, separate category. Women on women violence, separate category. Male on male violence, huge problem, separate category. It's not what we're talking about here. I've also heard guys say like, well, it was a cop who kidnapped and murdered this woman. And you know, like what an extreme. Well, what doesn't that give us even more insight into the fact that one, most women are not worried about being kidnapped and murdered by a cop, but it fucking happens. 
it happens. So it's actually in their reality. And two, what they are worried about is us, their husbands, their boyfriends, their coworkers, their neighbors, the random guy they meet in the bar, Bob from accounting down the hall who they've like winked at or like who winked at them. And they're like, oh, I don't want, I don't want to wink back at Bob. And now he's stalking them. The guy online who they said, hey, you know what? I just don't think you and I are a great match. And now he's fucking stalking them. The guy who can't deal with rejection, so now is threatening to murder somebody. Right? It's all kinds of men. All It's like literally from accountants to cops. That's who they have to be worried about. And so the point of this is that there is something we can actually do. This, you guys hear this one sentence, this is a men's issue. Period, fucking period. This is a men's issue. And so let's shift and ask ourselves, how do we start to be part of the solution? How do we start to be part of the solution? First, we have to recognize that people we love live in fear. And that is a hard thing to swallow. People we love live in fear. Think about a time when you were afraid. Like, I don't know about you guys, but if you get me within like 50 feet of the edge of like a cliff or a ladder or a mountaintop, like anything, if I'm within like 50 feet of the edge of any height, I'm going to piss myself. Like I just freak the fuck out. I'm like, nobody touched me. Nobody talked to me. I don't understand why you people are so close to the edge. I get scared. Think about something that scares you. Think about a moment when you've been scared that someone else was completely like, eh, this is no big deal. It doesn't, it doesn't make you less afraid, right? My current partner is not afraid of heights. I, I don't know why. And she'll like literally sit on the edge of a cliff. And I'm like, you being there does not make me less afraid. My heart rate is still at 290 beats a minute. I'm like, want to vomit. Please get away from, it doesn't make me less afraid. So let's start with some empathy and some compassion for holy shit. You're actually afraid walking home at night. You're afraid going from the ATM machine to your car. You're afraid that your ex may still come and kill you. That same feeling I get on the edge of the cliff, they live with that. So let's just start with some empathy. And, and and you know what, guys? I get it. We can't solve the outliers. We can't solve for like the serial killers, the like 1% complete fucking nut job, right? Like us having a better culture, a different culture of masculinity, a different culture around sexuality, that's not going to solve for the 0.1% the freak. I remember when I was teaching all these women's self-defense workshops, how many women would say, like, why are you teaching us? Why are we here giving up a Saturday? Why aren't you teaching men how to be, not be rapists and murderers? I'd say, I, I don't know what to do about that. I, I now do. I started this movement. But back then, I would also say, and I need to protect you against like the Jeffrey Dahmers of the world, even though he killed dudes. But you guys get what I mean. You have to be able, and the fucking psycho UPS guy. But what if we can solve? What if we can start to shift the other 99%, right? Our friends, our brothers, guys we work with, 
the guys at the bar. What if we can start with ourselves? How about we do that? What if we look at our shadows? What if we swallow the idea of being dangerous, but not a danger? What if we don the cloak of the, the protector archetype? What if we make sure that we have all of our shit in a line? And so if we hear an inappropriate joke about abusing women, we have the courage to say, hey, man, sorry, not really funny anymore. I get it. Like I grew up in the 90s and that shit was funny back then. It's not funny anymore. Please don't say those jokes around me. What if we looked at our own behavior? Like, meh, you know what? When I have a couple beers, like, meh, I may get a little loose. I may touch people inappropriately. I may say some shit I don't mean. Or, God, I know the guy in my friend group who does that. Right? Like, how many of us, like, well, if we know one guy who's kind of like going to end up in jail, it's Bob. If we like heard a story about one guy who was doing something super inappropriate, we're like, let me guess, it was Bob. Why don't we go talk to Bob? Why don't we as a group say, hey guys, there's four of us here. Every time we go out, Bob ends up getting in an argument with a woman and getting slapped and a beer poured over him. Let's talk to Bob. Let's say, hey man, you know what? We've noticed this pattern. We love you, but it's not really cool with us anymore. And we're here to help you. We're here to support you. So what is it about women that's making you act like this? What is it about you? What is it about your upbringing? Have you thought about a men's group? Have you thought about talking to someone about that? Because that's really just not cool, right? We don't need to be out there policing the world. And there's this notion that like, if men spoke up enough, this would stop. Well, we are speaking up. And so oftentimes it's not our friend group, but yet if we do know someone, we have a responsibility to say something. Here is the mantra I want you guys to adopt fully. You've probably heard it before, but this is vitally, vitally, vitally important. Let others be safe for I walk among them. Say it again. Let others be safe or safer as I walk among them for I walk among them. That was one of the old mantras of my bodyguarding group. And I fucking love it because it's an honor. It's a privilege in the real sense of the word. It is an honor to know that anywhere I go, people are going to be safer. Men, women, me, all of us, they can relax. And when I'm with the guys that I hang out with, I know I can relax. Because if shit goes down, they're stepping up. Even if shit doesn't go down, they're just holding a sense of presence that says, I'm not going to allow for bullshit here. I'm not going to tolerate it. I'm going to look at the protector archetype. I'm going to make it my own. I'm going to look at the warrior archetype. I'm going to make it my own. I'm going to look at the predator archetype. And I'm going to do enough work so that if I express my predator, I express it healthily. If I don't express it healthily, I have to know that I'm, it's going to try to express itself sideways. There's a reason why I do fucking 10,000 kettlebell swings and go to jujitsu and try to choke people every week. There's a predator archetype that I have and I have a relationship with it. I've come to terms with that part of myself. 
Most men have one. Most men are terrified to look at the shadow of their predator archetype. But until you do, it's still running the show or it's running part of the show. So do this work. Dive into your shadow. Do shadow work. Connor Beaton, my brother from Mantox, is doing tremendous things with shadow work right now. Robert Masters doing tremendous things with shadow work. Stefano Stefandos doing amazing things with male sexuality. Like You guys, we got to get our shit together. This is, again, it's not like, oh my God, I'm not a raping, murderer, murdering serial killer. I have nothing, this has nothing to do with me. It does have something to do with you. And I say that as someone who's not a raping, murdering serial killer. And as far as I know, doesn't hang out with any, any of them. But I do hang out with men who have done deep work around their shadow, deep work around their sexuality deep work around the predator archetype and are doing daily work for the protector and warrior archetype because that's how they want to express themselves in the world as men, as family men, as fathers, as brothers, as neighbors, as men in the world. And so my call to action to you is first, do no harm. If you are doing harm, even in the subtlest of ways, look at it address it, have the courage to talk to a professional, have the courage to reach out to me, have the courage to reach out to one of the men who I listed and say, Hey, I think I have this thing. I think it just needs to be addressed. Like, cool. Let's dive into it. No shame, no guilt. Good for you for fucking stepping up. And then two, really, really swallow the idea that you have an opportunity here. You were born into a bigger body than most people on the planet. You were born into a stronger body than most people on the planet. You have fucking testosterone, which while on some days I think is a gift from the gods, also comes with some responsibilities because it needs to be tempered. So if that is flowing through your veins, own it. And do the work to keep it in check. Refuse to buy into the culture of pornography. Refuse to buy into the culture of sellable sex, of commoditized sex, of women are the prize. Women are the, the thing that we need to tackle and claim and, and own in an unhealthy way. Look at the places in your relationship where you're still angry at women. Talk to the people in your life who seem to be angry at women. And let's unify. Let's enroll each other. Let's work with women. Let's listen to them. Remember, God, you guys remember fucking Me Too? You remember that? I was shocked. When Me Too came out, not that like, oh my God, but men do bad shit. I wasn't shocked about that. I have two older sisters. I was shocked at how prevalent it was. I was shocked at how many of the women I swam with in college would say, yeah, at 23, my older married boss like hit on me on a business trip, like knocked on my hotel room door on a business trip, put me in this weird fucking situation. It's a 23 year old. I was shocked at how many women had stories from people that, you know, I knew 
So let's unify. Let's listen to their experience. Let's stop making it about us. When someone's saying, hey, I'm scared because X, Y, and Z. Say, wow, that sounds fucking terrifying. How may I help? How may I support you? How may I be of service to you in this bigger, stronger, faster body? With this access to brothers, with this community of men, how may I be part of the solution? You guys, it's time for us to step up. It's time for us to step forward. I do not want fucking violence against women on this planet. And I get it. We're not going to solve it all this week. But if men get together and make decisions, I think we've, like, we've gone to Mars. I think we've done some wild and crazy shit. I think when we put our heads together and our hearts together, we get to solve big problems. And this is one that we need to solve. So yeah, not all fucking men. But let's make it all men who are engaged in this process and who are engaged in the solution and who are engaged in stepping out of the civilized idea of what sexuality and male-female relationships is and step into the uncivilized one. Be your brother's keeper. Be your sister's keeper. Be dangerous, but not a danger. And let others be safe for you. You, the one listening to this, you. Let others be safe for you walk among them. Happy Monday, you guys. Go be fucking legends.